May all beings be happy and secure. May all beings have happy minds. Whatever living beings there may be, without exception, weak or strong, long, large, medium, short, subtle or gross, visible or invisible, living near or far, born or coming to birth, may all beings have happy minds. Let no one deceive another, nor despise anyone anywhere, neither from anger nor ill will, should anyone wish harm to another. As a mother would risk her own life to protect her only child, even so towards all living beings, one should cultivate boundless heart, one should cultivate for all the world, heart of boundless loving friendliness, above, below, and all around, unobstructed, without hatred, sentiment, whether standing, walking, sitting, lying down, nor when awake, one should develop this mindfulness, this is called divinely dwelling here, not falling into erroneous views, with virtuous and endowed with vision, removing desires for sensual pleasures. One comes away again to birth in the womb. Somebody turn off the light. Once again, we begin our practice with, uh, mindful, with uh, mindfulness of loving friendliness. As Buddha said, this is uh, another aspect of mindfulness. We have to be mindful of the suffering whether you accept or deny suffering does exist. So very tiny help to reduce suffering is the practice of loving friendliness. We practice it with uh, sincere belief that this practice certainly will reduce our own suffering. Reduce to some extent, it will not totally be eliminated. Total elimination is and when we see things changing. Even the metta is subject to change. Metta also is impermanent because it is mentally created. 
anything that created by the mind not because of created because of its creation of the mind but that is the nature of the things even metta is subject to change and yet even temporarily we experience a degree of peace in this societal we said just like the mother would protect her only child even at the risk of her own life this does not mean that we each and every one of us can protect other beings at the risk of our own life this is not practical buddha has never asked us to do anything impractical so what it really means is this metta itself is our child loving friendliness is our child we protect it even at the risk of our life there are situations where people in the practice of metta sacrifice their life that really has happened is happening in the sword simile discourse would they made it very clear giving very stark examples said even if somebody cuts you with the saw limb by limb even at that time if you lose your patience if you do not practice metta even at that time you are not following my advice this is an extreme example as to how we practice protect metta there are other stories we don't have time to talk about those stories these are really happening so we practice metta very diligently mindfully even some with some difficulties is not very easy for everybody to practice metta but we can make an ardent effort
With this metta in mind, we feel relaxed, comfortable to talk. Whether we are talking or doing something, if we keep metta in mind, our, our talk, our deed becomes easy. If we do things grudgingly, say reluctantly, then we experience not pleasure, not joy, not happiness. That state does not bring peace to us. When we talk with metta, do things with metta, even when we are in silence, if we let metta work in our mind, we feel relaxed, comfortable. Especially this is true when we try to practice meditation and particularly concentration meditation. Mind has to be calm, relaxed to gain concentration. When we gain concentration, we remain more peaceful, more relaxed, more calm. And that initiates with the practice of metta. And then stay with your concentration Focus the mind on the breathing. You may notice the breath touching certain points, the nostrils. Those who are comfortable with focusing mind on the nos at the tip of your nose or nostrils. You may focus mind there. Some may feel comfortable noticing the rising and falling of abdomen. That is the secondary stage of breathing. If somebody notices that and comfortable with it, they can do so. The primary place where the breath touches is the tip of the nose or nostrils. As breath enters and exits through the nostrils. Paying attention to it has to be done very diligently without letting the mind wander here and there. Because of the desire we have 
inadvertently that desire takes us from object to object and delight or reject those objects and if it happens then concentration becomes very difficult there is a simile to illustrate the way how we pay attention to the breath that simile is a person with a stiff neck the person who cannot move his neck move his face to the left or right because the neck is very stiff but he babysits put the baby in a swing when the swing comes to the front he tap it with one hand and the swing goes in one direction when the swing comes back to the front again he with the other hand he taps then the swing goes to the other direction but the swing always comes to his front so the mindful meditators whose intention is to gain concentration keeps the mind in the present experience of breath and this invariably is at the tip of your nose or nostrils breath sometimes become very very subtle and keep paying attention the subtle breath you may notice it disappears when the breath disappears don't get agitated or upset just remember where you have been focusing your mind on that is where the breath that is where you can find the breath in order to find it when you lose it breathe several times quickly then you find it again and focus your mind there again and stay with it and then you notice the beginning middle and end of your breath inhaling and the beginning middle and end of exhaling you don't have to say anything in words but this is what is happening as you breathe in and out as your mindfulness becomes sharp 
clean, you can notice these subtle points of the beginning, the middle and the end of each inhaling. When inhaling completes, lungs are full, then exhaling begins. The entire breath is the middle. When exhaling ends, that is the end of exhaling. After extremely brief pause again, inhaling begins. Then the breath flows into your lungs. The entire breathing is the middle, the body of breath. When inhaling completes, lungs are full again. Then there is extremely brief pause and soon exhaling begins. You can never notice any of these things if you let the mind wander or if you try to verbalize. So without verbalizing, without letting the mind wander, stay with this breath and clearly can you notice the beginning, middle and end of each inhaling and each exhaling. And then breath becomes very subtle and all this fades away. The body becomes calm, relaxed, peaceful and avoid the danger of falling asleep. Then you will see very subtle vibration of your body. In the nasal area, in sinus area, in the head, body, everywhere you notice very subtle, deep vibration. Don't get alarmed, just be aware of it. This is your way of mindfulness. And then you gain concentration. That is the state you let all thought subside. You feel the sensation very subtle, very peaceful and you experience 
deeper level of concentration with all its qualities until such time stay alert the main thing is to avoid falling asleep because it is very close to concentration and people sometimes without knowing the difference think this is their concentration the jhanas and so on i think with these few words of instructions i stop talking those who have signed up for interviews who can see vante silananda maybe in the dining hall <coughs> where he sits <coughs>